Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free while lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, we are back with another episode here in the last episode that that we had on uh, Season 8, Episode 46. We talked about student loans, and I, I want to continue the thread of talking about debt for this episode and the next two. I know it, it's certainly a topic that some people have mastered. Other people are just learning and getting started on this journey. And I know for me that one of my big missions in this podcast is to help people be financially free and to help them be debt-free eventually. So I just want to go back to that that mission of helping people slash their debt and uh, knowing what is it, what is this about, how do you think about it, how do you go about it. And I want to introduce two terms to you that you may or may not be familiar with, the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. So the the basic idea as you think about debt, as you think about helping to, to understand your finances, one of the very best things you can do is put together a net worth statement. This is something as a financial advisor I do all the time for clients. It's certainly something that you can do yourself. And the the basic idea of the net worth statement being that you want to write down, hey, here are all my assets. Here's the money I have in the bank. Here's the money I have in in my non-qualified investment account. Here's the money I have in my 401k and my Roth IRA. And, and here's how much my house is worth. All on the left side of the balance sheet and the net worth statement. On the right side, meanwhile, you're going to have your liabilities. So mortgages and of course, other loans, whether it's car loans, credit card debt, um, whether it's personal line of credit, or any other loan you could think of that that might be part of your financial picture. And so as as you write this stuff down, you're going to want to write down the balances. So how much do you have in it? And number two, what's the interest rate? And number three, what is the payment that you're being forced to make? Of course, as physicians, certainly student loans are a big part of this for a lot of people. And you have things like public service loan forgiveness, PSLF, that many of us grapple with. So what these two methods are, the debt snowball and the debt avalanche, are really ways to help you decide which debt should you be paying off first? So the debt snowball, if, if you can imagine, you know, you, you start out, um, imagine you're walking outside, it's, it's snowed a little bit, 
and you're, you're just collecting a little bit of snow into your hand. It's easy to compress, easy to start out with, with a little ball rather than trying to get all of that snow off of the ground. And so in the debt snowball method, what you're doing is you're taking that same concept of trying to make it easy and you're focusing on the smallest debt first while just making minimum payments on everything else. And so if you, let's say you have student loans for 250000 you have a mortgage for 500000 you have a credit card debt at at $10,000, you have another credit card with debt on it for 5,000 bucks. The idea being, uh, hey, go and put the most money towards the one that is smallest so you can knock it out and be done with it. And then once you're done paying with that one, now you add that particular payment you were just making to the next debt. That's the smallest one. So in this example, if you had a $5,000 credit card debt, the $10,000 credit card debt, you're focusing on the $5,000 one first, then you're using all of those payments to push them to the $10,000 one, and so on and so on and so forth till you end up getting rid of all of your debt. Generally, uh, most people think of this with credit cards. You can apply this to student loans too. I see a lot of physicians that have private student loans they have a PSLF, they might have some credit card debt. And so certainly um, focusing on the credit card debt, which is usually smaller and a higher interest rate makes an awful lot of sense. And then, hey, get rid of that private student loan. And then get rid of the, the car loan, depending upon how much each of these are. And, and I think really the main point here is you're, you're getting a bigger and bigger snowball by staying disciplined and continuing to make higher and higher payments as you're paying a debt off. So great way to go about it. Debt snowball, great method. But there is another one, the debt avalanche method. And in this case, rather than focusing on the lowest balance, you're focusing on the highest interest rate debt. So if you listed all of your debts, from highest interest rate to lowest interest rate, you're focusing on the highest interest rate ones. And you are, again, putting the minimum payment on all of the other ones except the, uh, the debt with the highest interest rates. And so hopefully you're, you're making far more than the minimum payment on that one. Like let's say you're doing $1,000 a month. That one gets paid off. Now you focus on the next one and the next one and the next one until uh, all debts are paid off. Now, I think is frustrating about debt avalanche is you can end up financially making the right decision when you look at interest rates, but you may not, you have a longer time frame perhaps on some of those debts. I think the the other thing missing out of these these two simplistic things is sometimes there's a better way. So for example, let's say you do have a credit card at 25%. Well, let's say you have a 401k that has 30,000 bucks in it. 
Well, I believe that you're better off paying off that card with taking a loan from your 401k or 403b instead. Not only are you getting rid of a high interest rate, but now when you pay interest, it's going back into your own account. Let's take a pause for a second here and go to our commercial break. I hear all the time from physicians, I wish I learned all this financial stuff in medical school. Yet there doesn't seem to be enough time and the year is now almost at a close. Wouldn't it be great if you could snag a copy of some resource that just made it simple and easy? My friends, as you know, I am committed to increasing your financial knowledge. I am committed to help guide you through the confusing maze of financial decisions with awesome resources that will actually help you. That's why through the end of the year, I have a very special offer for you. You can get a free copy of my ultimate year-end planning checklist. Yep. That's right, free resource right here to help you close out the year. It's pretty much everything you need to think about as this year wraps up. I know the last thing that any of us want to do is be stuck with a big tax bill or forget something that's so easy to do and you just could have done it in a short period of time. So if that's you, text the word checklist, C-H-E-C-K-L-I-S-T to this phone number, 833-343-2986 to pick up your free copy. Don't let this podcast be like other ones where you've heard some awesome information, you get some new ideas, but you don't actually get anything completed. To snag your copy, text CHECKLIST to 833-343-2986. Again, text CHECKLIST to 833-343-2986. Now, back to the show. Another possible option for people could be looking for 0% interest rate cards. You could go look at NerdWallet, for example, and find ones where you can do a balance transfer. So rather than just sticking around with a 25% interest rate, let's be proactive about trying to get that lower. Maybe you could use a home equity line of credit or something. Now, the one caveat as, as you're shopping around and um, trying to move your debts to be cheaper interest rate is that you want to make sure that you're not going into more debt. You know, that that's really step one beyond anything else is really managing your lifestyle so that you can get rid of these things and move on to it. You'll often hear the white coat investor or myself or, or other folks saying, live like a resident as much as you can, continuing that, that discipline when you're a practicing physician. And then once you have some of the, the debts and whatnot paid off and you want to live a little larger, awesome, do that. Uh, but really, you're going to continue to go on this vicious, vicious cycle again and again and again and again if you're not able to exercise the discipline of living on less. And so debt snowball, debt avalanche, you know, which which is the best? Uh, technically, the, the debt avalanche means you're going to be paying less in interest overall. But uh, on the other hand, the debt snowball can really feel like you're getting more momentum. In the, in the best of worlds, we combine the two where uh, hopefully your highest interest rate debt is your lowest one. 
and you use some of these other ones to to go about it. I would say um, as people pay off the consumer debt of cards and car loans and uh, I would throw student loans in that category as as those are, are paid off with the exception of you going for public service loan forgiveness. You know, really the mortgage, the goal for that is to have that paid off uh, certainly by the time you have retired, by the time you retire, hopefully sooner. In today's world now, you know, those those of us that are residents and fellows and you're transitioning to practice, the mortgage rates you're getting today now are 7 8%. And so paying those off sooner sure as heck makes a lot more sense than those of us that bought houses five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen years ago have interest rates of three percent, four percent. Doesn't make as much sense to pay those off when right now in the bank you can be earning five. So I think now we're looking at some some very interesting dynamics as we look at debt payoff and and those kinds of things. So I hope that's helpful to help you understand these terms of of debt snowball being by looking at the smallest principal balance and knocking those off first, or the debt avalanche of looking at the highest interest rate and getting rid of those first. So I hope that's clear to you. Uh, there, there's some other basic rules certainly we could talk about. Uh, I believe that um, if you've explored all of the, the paths of Hey, I've I've made my highest interest rates now lowest interest rates. Uh, I've I've shifted some stuff to to try and get rid of that. Now at this point, I would say, hey, if an interest rate is two percent higher, you should go for the interest rate first. But if it's less than two percent, then go for the snowball method. So that's my own twist on. Uh, these two things. The reason being that you want to make the best financial decision. And um, certainly if you're saving yourself 2% on $100,000, that's that's uh, 2000 bucks a year you're putting back in your own pocket. So um, that's the way I'm looking at it. If, if it's less than that, well, you know, 1000 bucks would be nice, 500 bucks would be nice, but it's not really moving the needle that much in, in your life that um, to have less monthly obligations would help you out with in in case you do get laid off in case something happens in life. So that's how I think about um, those particular things. I hope that's helpful to you. Uh, I'm curious to know from anyone who's listening to this, how have you been looking at tackling your consumer debt, the car loans, the credit cards, the um, student loans that are private and and are not going through PSLF? How are you looking at that? How are you thinking about paying this versus that. And uh, would love to hear your stories of, of how you've gone about it, what's been successful, why you chose that way. Would love to hear from you, Dave at DavidDeniston.com. Again, Dave at DavidDeniston.com. All right, my friends, well, that wraps up another episode today of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast. Remember, as always, slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Why, thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely 
independent financial advisor, where to the point now I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered in registration. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of an issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.davidderiston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.